do this. What is up and welcome to the Art of Zen podcast. My name is Lauren Calloway and I am your host and future president. Uh, today, uh, I have an awesome guest with me, Teresa. Teresa, would you like to say hello? Tell us all the amazing, magical things that you are. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Lauren. Uh, my name is Teresa Bennett Yates. I am in and from Calabash, North Carolina. I am a native. I've been here. My family's been on this same property for over 200 years. So when I say I'm a native, I am a native. Um, I am a Reiki teacher and master. I uh, I'm a vibrational sound therapist, licensed and certified, and I teach energetic sound therapy as well with my own sound school that I just started. And I am also a Her Sacred Circle certified facilitator. That is a mouthful, <laughs> but I, I, I am that as well. And I have um, my own circle. It's called Unbroken, a sacred soul circle in this area that I facilitate and um, do a lot of mentoring and all the other things, but um, that's just a little bit about what I'm doing now. I love that. And uh, we're sisters and the facilitators. So, you know, I love, uh, love Leah number one, praise God for her and her just amazingness. And then, you know, and this opportunity she's offered us women to just take all of her knowledge, all of her love and, and gift it to others. And so I celebrate you for all the things that you're doing and, you know, um, talk to us today about our topic of choice and then we'll see where we go from there. Okay, so when Lauren approached me about what we were going to talk about, um, I just thought, what am I dealing with with my own life and what would I like to share? And that is mastery and really being a master. And if you noticed in the intro when I said Reiki master, I kind of paused there for a moment um, because Reiki master to me is a level of which I've taken to. I'm still trying to master Reiki every single day. Um, I'm still trying to, to master myself every single day. So I still struggle with that. I know we need that to kind of identify as to where we are and where we've taken. But do I consider myself a master? Not yet, but I'm on my way. I love that. Yeah. It's like the you're like perfection is progress kind of idea with that, right? And you're always, ma you're in the mastering of life. And um, I think about it like this concept, like I'm a Reiki level too. And, I, I, and I'm always like, I was like, you're going to get your master. And I'm like, I mean, I feel like I'm a master, you know, without <laughs> and so I even think like, like that, you know, like, you know, what really defines you know, mm. mastering. And I guess in the concept, like, it's almost like the, my step that you say, like, don't say sorry, unless you're going to like fix, fix it. Right. And so mastery is like understanding something wholeheartedly and then doing it. So you are a master. Right. You right. Are. And of course so, we can level up mastery, but you know. Well, I think we take on the idea of mastery as what it looks like um, at the end of our life. You know, we talk about the masters, you know, the different ascended masters or, or whatever um, and who you consider a master. Um, I consider my teachers, my, my teachers before me and definitely my Reiki, I've got a couple of Reiki master teachers because I just keep going deeper and really 
love the esoteric teachings of Reiki. So I realize you cannot necessarily look to be a mat. Like I look, maybe one day I'll be walking in a Japanese robe in my backyard and look <laughs> like a master, but I don't think that's going to happen. But my hope is that in this moment, in the present moment that we're in, whatever I'm doing, whether it's on this podcast with you or whether I'm at the beach or whether I'm having dinner or working or whatever that is in that present moment, am I being a master in this moment by being present, fully present? First of all, it's all that's required of me to be master. I love that. And being present and engaged in the moment can be such a hard thing, right? Like distraction there where right now the dog's playing with their chew toy and I say ADHD and like, scroll, scroll, scroll. And I'm like, okay, listen, listen. And so I love that gentle reminder that even being even like mastering the moment by being uh, present and engaged is super super important do you have any tools or techniques that you would Mm -hmm. encourage when it comes to mastering or um, when it comes to uh, being present yeah now that's a whole different practice within itself of just learning to, to be present and it is a daily thing I mean some days you're definitely more present than others and in other moments you're more present but it is a practice and you don't just wake up one day and you're present and you don't just decide oh I'm really going to be present during this interview meanwhile your dog's chewing your leg off or whatever's happening underneath the table um it doesn't just happen that way um, it is practice just like our Reiki practice. Um, if you don't have a Reiki practice, then you're not practicing Reiki is how I feel. I mean, so many people, it's so, it's, everybody has a Reiki certification now, but when you really get down to it and you ask them what their practice is, sometimes people go, I don't know what my practice is <laughs> because and I'll tell you why, because I was that person when I first started out, I was that person. Um, but I did develop a practice of taking on the Reiki precepts there within itself mm-hmm. is a practice of for today only, or just for today. For me, that within itself is a precept just Absolutely. for today. Absolutely. You don't have to say anything after that, right? That's complete within itself. But when you add the precepts just for today, I will not anger. I will not worry. I will be grateful. I will be true to myself in my way and I will show compassion to myself and all living beings. When that comes into play, it feels a little overwhelming. Like how do, how can I be all that? And how can I, you know, truly embody that, not just say it, but become that become no anger. How did you not get angry? Right. I'm kind of there in life. I'm actually pretty much there. I said that to someone the other day, they're like, what do you do to get through anger? like, I just don't anymore. I don't know if there's been enough punches in my life. And I'm just like. You start to embody that precept. Like, yeah. you know, like you truly start to embody that. You no longer say, I'm not going to get angry. You just don't. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean we're human. Of course, at some point, the bear's going to get hugged, right? It just depends on when. <laughs> but uh, in the circumstance. <clears throat> but maybe you just don't get angry for this moment. Maybe you just don't get angry for the next two minutes. Maybe you don't stay there all day. Maybe you don't stay there all week. 
like we have in the past until eventually you just don't get there at all when you're pugged, right? I mean, there's those triggers, there's those things. And every time I think I have mastered this, <laughs> trust me, the universe sends another thing. says, let me tell you something, something, sister, you have not. And let me poke you a little bit deeper, a little bit further than you've ever been poked. And let's see how you've truly mastered not getting angry. Yeah. I have to say this was one of those, and I talk about a lot now because it it's it's one of those things that my life has been and it's, you know, all the loss I've been through and all the kind of um, disheartening relationships that have kind of taken a lot from me, mind, body, spirit. And my one friend, Hannah, like literally every day, she's like, Girl, I don't understand. She's like, you just over here chugging along. I don't know there's things to do (laughs) like there's better things to be worried about right now like getting my life together pulling everything back getting my products and services you know like um but I want to come back to kind of what you were saying because it like made me sit for a moment you know I I am Reiki certified and I do have a practice and, you know, obviously like the no angers, right. I'm, I'm practicing those pillars. And I was just like thinking to myself, I was like, Oh, you know, stop beating yourself up for your yoga practice because number one, I, and I keep trying to reteach this concept. The word yoga is an umbrella term for multiple limbs on a tree. And so when we hear yoga, we think of the physical practice asana, but that's called asana. That's the movement portion. And so I kind of get on myself lately, you know, I, my stepmom passed almost three months ago now, but I lost three people within this last year. So I'm, and I've been working and working and, and I'm like, oh, I'm practicing my yoga as much. And I'm not, you know, and I'm getting on myself. I'm like, you need you used to get up every morning. We're at 5 a.m. Like, where is this? Lord? <laughs> ah. And then when, so when you said that, I was like, Lauren, don't forget, like you're, pra- you're talking about one branch of this tree. Right. I love that. Mm-hmm. You are literally practicing the yamas and niyamas as often as possible. You are literally practicing pranayama all the time, girl. You know, all like- the time, all the time, <laughs> all the time. So, like, then it comes back to the giving yourself grace. Comes back to giving yourself compassion. Comes back to giving yourself respect and and giving yourself credit for showing up in the ways that you can actually show up and when you're when you're being present and engaged in this life. And so I want to thank you for that reminder because I just put my own self in check. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) this is how I be thinking. And then it goes back to what we were saying. Like, how do you keep those practices? You keep yourself in check. That's right. And And trust me, when you're not, your body, your soul and spirit will let you know you're not, even when you think you are. Absolutely. Uh, going back to the practice of getting up at 5 a.m. and doing the yoga and doing all the, you know, the asanas or whatever. But like with the Reiki, if you don't do the basic foundation, the pillars of Reiki, then what are you doing? You, if, you know, if you're not mastering these principles, what are you mastering? (laughs) Because you don't want your hands on someone. Now say if you have a Reiki practice, not everyone that's Reiki is practicing in a business, so to speak. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But you don't want to put your hands on someone if you're angry. You don't want to bring that to the table, even if you have to stop in that moment, because we know energy is transferred. We know when people, you know, we feel it, it's going to be transferred. If you're angry, you don't need to be touching anyone. But yourself. 
but let me back up. Let's go back. You need to touch yourself and Reiki yourself, Yeah. which we go back to Reiki one, where it's all about you yeah. healing you first and then others. So it's all coming back to us. But before I forget, Lauren, I want to just say, I know you've experienced a lot of grief this past year and it's been heartbreaking to watch. Um, and you've been kicking ass, but don't forget to stop and allow yourself to grieve because if you don't do it now and you will later and it will not be as easy. Yeah, it's hard. You know, I'm a, I'm a, a business owner, you know, I don't have an employee, uh, or I'm not an employee and, you know, I lost my biggest client right after I got back from my stepmom's funeral. And I was like, do I get to go work for the man again? Because this took about three fourths of my salary away. And, you know, I'm grieving and can I hold that space? And, you know, I, I was like, I had a, a meeting with a client later that day and, um, and I signed on a guy running for mayor and he has a nonprofit and, you know, I rolls into other things. And it takes time to get paid for some of these things that I'm doing. And so what I'm trying to do by, you know, yes, I need more money coming in to support or to keep growing or do whatever I want. My bills are paid. Um, but this is what I'm trying to do is now take the time. And I'm like, you know what? This person who actually was a burden on my life was abusive in, in the business, which when I was grieving, that was even more stress on me. Um I wasn't getting sleep. I was being overworked. So now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do whatever I effing want because at this point, I know I need to rest. And so like even today, there was a meeting I could have went to with my one client. And I just was like, I I just told him last week, I said, because I know where I'm at with having trouble getting out, I was like, I might be there. I might not. Right, right. So um, and that's, I'm trying to meet myself in the middle. I've been staying home a lot more. Okay. Maybe I'm working, but I love work and people just don't understand about me. Like I, I do best when I work. It's not a distraction. It's just, um, it's a strength. Um, so, but I do have my lazy days. So I am most certainly creating that space in my life. Um, but I'm also in this spot where God's like, I need you to put a little more effort in because if you do this, you'll get the opportunity to take more rest. I'm working on some passive income opportunities with things that I have to create that have been put off from the grief. Um, and it, it doesn't take much to sit there and get some of this stuff done. So I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying the, the first step. I'm is keeping you in check. I'm keeping you in check. Yeah, Just from it. my own personal experience of dealing with that, I'm keeping you in check. But that leads when you, you know, said, you know, you're doing this and you've lost your big client and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're doing the hustle, but it leads us into the next precept. Just for today, I want to worry. So then, you know, you go right back from how, you know what, now let's start there. Let's start there just for this moment. I will not worry. And then the next thing you know, you've mastered this moment, Lauren. In this moment, you mastered it because you're not worried. You're not angry. And those light shades, those light lamp shades on your light are being taken off. So you can shine a little brighter Absolutely. and you can master a little, a little at a different level. Um, there's different levels of mastery, right? So you got to start somewhere. And sometimes I think, oh, I'm really good. And I've arrived here. Like I haven't been at this frequency and then after a while you realize it doesn't feel good here like I don't feel like I'm growing or matched and then guess what the universe will send you those lessons trust me they, they're coming but well, 
And I uh, just like, I'm glad you brought the worry one up because that's exactly the conversation I had driving into the house today before this. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm doing some things and it was like that same phrase. Just, I know you're worried, but try not to worry. And I, in that moment, let go. I like, you know what? All right, bet. I'm I'm a, I'm a relax. And that's how I live every day too. You know, I think that's, I know it's so hard to worry, not worry, but when you were like, you were saying being present um, and putting the energy into the moment that you're in, right. you, you, the worry goes away. Right. It goes away. And if, and I hate to say like, if you need to use a distraction to use it, but at the end of the day, learning to offset the worry thoughts with something that's healthy, something that's if you're in the present moment, Lauren, you're not worried because the worry is nothing more than either concern about the future or regret or thinking about the past. It's not anything to do with the present. And if you're in the present, there is no worry. (laughs) So it goes back to that one thing we started with, with just being in the present moment. But then it's like, how do you, how do you get there and how do you stay there? It's one, not having anger. Two, it's not having worry. It's very, it is, and it takes a lot of self-discipline and self-awareness to pull you there. Right. And so I always tell a lot of my clients, like, I catch myself slipping, and that's just a learned process, and it comes with just expanding your consciousness to a point of wanting to be more present. It's that awareness, right? I want to be more present. I want to change my thought pattern. I want to um, offset the negative thoughts and feelings because I want to choose happiness and I want to choose joy and I want to choose excitement. And so, you know, really learning to catch yourself is one of my favorite things. Um, like that. Just the awareness of it, just the awareness that you were worried coming into this Right there is a, a teaching moment that, you know what, next time I bet you'll master that. Yeah, absolutely. And I did. Ultimately, I feel like I did because of driving in, I it, it was from the day, just like some things like paying bills and, you know, just it's like, all right, you're a little tight. Nice. It's, it's okay. You working hard. You're about to go sign a client this week. You have a client next to you. You worry like it's a, like, it's okay. What are you worrying for? Right. And so in the moment I did, I, I pulled it back and I mastered the moment by catching myself and regrounding into just this present moment. So what which, I- goes, which leads <laughs> that segue. I love how you're just segue, which leads segue right into the third precept of being grateful. And when we begin to be grateful and we show that grateful heart, the worry starts to dissipate. And then the, you know what, what if, what if you don't sign that client, you're still going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Yeah. No matter what, it may be just a different circumstance that you're in and it may not feel good. It may be very uncomfortable. (laughs) No, we're, we only grow when we're uncomfortable. It's when we're comfortable, we're not growing and it's okay to be comfortable for a while. Yes. But at some point we have to start digging a little bit deeper and then we start giving our gratitude. Those worries just don't seem quite as big. And the gratitude is so important. I, you know, not like going into victim mentality with everything, but getting hit with so much loss. And I say loss because it was debts, it was partnerships, it's been relationships, it's been personal 
things that I've worked really hard to get over this last year, like just stuff that a lot of my super close friends know about and some stuff people don't know about. And ultimately, you know, there's just so much going on. And when you're going through that, you're like, Lord, what is going on? Like, uh, you know, <laughs> what are you teaching me right now? And it's some great, some great reminders of have come through and I've talked about them lately, like, you know, watching who you're hanging with, not being too attached to material, you know, realizing the red flags, um, learning how to save better, <laughs> like just like all kinds of things come through and that, and, and what the chaos had created. And, um, I just, I, it, but what has happened is like, I'll be talking God and I'm like, but thank you for the, the hot mess that this is. And like, but no more. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. And it's funny because this past weekend I was down at a retreat thing in Beaufort and just randomly met this lady that we had mutual friend and she does astrology. And I'm not gigantic into astrology. I don't quite understand it as much as I'd like to, but I'm starting to a little bit more and realizing why I should. So she just like gave me a quick little thing reading for with my chart. Um, and it showed like I had all, when I was born, all these planets in a certain house. I don't remember what it was, but it showed that I came to have all my experiences this time and be done. And I guarantee yours is probably the same because we have very similar stories where it's almost like, what else are you going to throw at me? But then I'm like, no, no, no. I didn't really ask that. <laughs> like, I, I, don't like need, don't I don't want you to that. answer that question, but really what else do I need to experience in this lifetime? And I don't know what that answer is, but I feel like we're we're very close probably in our charts of we came here to experience and be done. I'm I, you know, I'm so glad you said that because yes, uh, Jenny and I, I always tell my friends this, but Jenny and I, Jenny always pulls this back for me. She sends me those memes where it's like, you know, my higher self saying, Remember you signed this contract? And I always say, <laughs> I didn't sign nothing. No. I did not sign that contract, y'all. And I always joke about the Spartan movie where when the guy gets kicked in his chest into the hole. And I'm like, that I'm having traumatic experience right now watching this because this feels what I, like what happened with me. I said, No, I'm not going back. And they're like, We need you. Bye. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, no, this is not it. And so, and so I they're probably like, We're gonna we're gonna make her have a real fun time this round, y'all. And she's gonna do the absolute most with this opportunity. And and so I want to touch base, yeah, with something you said, Lauren, about yeah. um uh attachments like you've really learned about those attachments that's a huge thing for me because um well part of the Reiki practice is not having attachments obviously but because of my life experiences I have had to learn to live with just about every attachment I've ever had and that goes from losing a daughter to losing my husband to Hit, getting hit by a tornado and losing everything I owned. Boom. I had nothing but what I was standing there with, basically. And I learned real fast that, you know what? I am not the labels and I am not, I, I am not the labels that, that I'm attached to. Yeah. I'm attached to being a Reiki teacher. I'm attached to being a vibrational sound therapist. I'm attached to being a mom or a daughter or a sister. The labels that identify who I am 
Maybe it's a white blonde woman or whatever that I label. But when I'm not in the, when I'm not that anymore, why am I? Like that really, when you're not that, when there's nothing there, but you're standing there in your underwear, so to speak, and everything's gone. Who are you? Who are you? Absolutely. And that is mastering, figuring out who, who are you if you don't have a single label or attachment? Um, I talk about these a lot. I think, uh, I know I introduce them at the Rewild Retreat each year and it's the uh, four soul questions or at least the four main ones. And one of them is, who am I? And um, that's one of the places like I, you know, being a, a, a plus size colored woman, um, there's, there's always that label. And one thing I don't like to do is label myself. So when people approach me about my weight or my color or whatever, being a woman, I I'm like, I just don't subscribe to being super boxed. Like, yes, I'm, it's part of who I am, but it doesn't separate me from anything. But one thing I always really talk about when we're doing that soul question, I said, you're all going to start off real basic. I'm a mom, you know, I'm someone's daughter, I'm a wife, you know. Um, And then at some point you're going to go deep and you're going to be like, I'm the light (laughs) of the world. I'm the, I'm the warrior goddess. I'm the, you know, knight in shining armor. I'm, you know, it's just, and that's what that's what has happened to me. And even when I wasn't like that basic, because even when I started, I wasn't hitting that surface stuff because I had done so much spiritual work already by the time I got my certification and yoga. Um, it still went from, well, I, I'm a helper and, you know, I'm I'm a healer, right? And that's still very surface level. And then it became this whole like, I'm a connector. I'm an opportunity creator. You know, I'm an expansion process. Like it just, and so even no matter how, what depth you are, like you're going to consciously grow into so much more. And then when you ask yourself that question and you like, when I hear those responses come from me, I'm like, whoa, girl, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh, I just love your vibe. You just, love it you know and and i just encourage other people to ask themselves that question and start where you're at but then keep asking i always tell people go back to those questions who am i what do i love what is my dharma my soul's purpose and what do i want and it evolves and it changes as you consciously grow as you grow closer to yourself and god and your family and your friends but come back and see how you evolve see how you change and then celebrate yourself uh when you do that because there's just so much there's so much to pour out of you. There's so much that you gift and give to the world. And you start to, when you ask yourself questions and when you sit with journal prompts and all that, you really get an opportunity to dig really deep into your soul. And I just absolutely love that. I want you to ask me who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is always how I, this is always how I start my circles out with this. And so it's very, I'm very passionate about that, but ask me who I am. Who are you? I am. I love that. I am all that is and all will ever be. And all that ever will be. Yeah, I'm the beginning. I am. And my, my, in that moment of standing there in your underwear with everything stripped away, (laughs) every attachment, every title, anything that you thought you were, was gone. I am. 
Yeah. I am. In that moment, I, I, I was and I am. And I will be forever changed because of that. I love that. And I, I may even myself start using that a little bit more. And I say that from time to time, just period, you know, um, it's definitely one of my favorites um, verses. And I want to just keep encouraging everybody to just lean into your souls, right? Mm-hmm. Lean into what is soul satisfying and and explore the depths of your soul by exploring all the things that you truly want to explore and love and you know meet yourself in those challenges of sport of soul exploration because soul exploration asks you to to do things that terrify you (laughs) and then some and And then some i mean i always tell people like if i'm scared of something i'm gonna do it I'm going to get over that real quick. And at the end of the day, people are like, well, you know, I've had some really intense moments in my life and I I don't fear anything, any, anyone, you know, and, um, that's and, a, isn't that an amazing feeling? It is. I'm like, I wish, I wish somebody would, cause I'm not scared. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm, not scared. <laughs> I'm telling y'all I'm not sure that's mastery though. And that's that when somebody's not scared of, to work on it. You know, that's a little different kind of crazy, y'all. So <laughs> different kind of crazy. Uh a little story and where I lost a lot of fear. I was 15 years old, kind of graphic story-ish in a way, but I hope this doesn't trigger. Um, I hope this inspires. And so I'm 15 years old. I'm visiting my dad, God rest his soul. And um my dad was an alcoholic and uh, very abusive towards my stepmom. And I didn't really see him too often. And um, this it's late at night, the doors open, the screen doors open and somebody walks up to the door and my brother screams, kind of makes this high pitched voice. And my dad's cursing him out, calling him all these names. And I look over at him. This is how I know it's felt different. I look over at him. I'm like, you ain't got to be like that. And he's like, I just say it. And I'm like, you know, we got guests over. You over here being rude and disrespectful, calling my brother names. You don't, you don't need to be like that. And uh, so he takes me into the bathroom and he actually almost strangles me to death. And I joke about this a lot, but it's not a joke. Um, in death, there's nothing but peace. Uh, in, in the dying process, there's nothing but peace. I know because when I was sitting there being almost dead, I felt, I le- I leaned into it. I was like, this is it. Yes. I just yes. lost my brother yes. a year, a year I know before. that feeling, yes. Yeah, I lost my brother a year before. So I was in this space, like, just go on, do whatever's got to be done. And it can't be worse than this, right? <laughs> exactly. And I, I I leaned and melted into this moment of peace and I was like, all right, let's go. And God's like, nah, you got more stuff to do. And I was like, no, don't like keep me here. Um, but at that moment, God was like, do you know what uh, before? And this is, I was an atheist at the time because I'd lost my brother a year before and I just kind of lost like whatever little bit of faith I had as a child and like that, not really growing up in the church. And, but I heard this voice, like, this is what you're here for. You're here to stand up for people. You're here to say things people are scared to say. You're here to be the outlaw. You're here to be like just that, 
that warrior for people who can't show up for themselves. And then you give them a voice because you show up for them. And, um, and I was like, okay, but like you get it now kind of vibe. And so I always, I love <laughs> telling the story. It's, it sounds super sad and scary, but again, when you're, when you, when you go to die, just know there's nothing but peace there. Absolutely. And so the whole time you were saying that I was getting goosebumps when you were saying all the things, but I didn't want to interrupt you because a couple of things were happening there for me. What was, I'm so glad you're here because yes, you were placed here to stand up and be the voice. I see that in you. No, no better than I know you. I mean, I know you. I mean, let's not mistake the lack of, of time as I know you. I've known you from the beginning of time, but um that is your soul's purpose. So I applaud you for finding it and sticking with it. And girl, it's not easy. But, and then another thing, when you said you are that outlaw immediately, I forgot to share this with you this weekend when I was having that reading with the astrologer, I had our, I had our goddess cards with me. And so I was sharing those with her to show her what we had done. And we drew cards and she drew your card and she started to cry. And she said, this is exactly what I needed. She read it out. Actually, she pulled the card and I read the book. And it was your card. And I said, I love her dearly. I'm doing a podcast with her next week. And she just cried. She said, these cards were a blessing to me because this is exactly what I needed to hear in this moment. So you are the cosmic outlaw or what is the cosmic outlaw? I can't remember. It is. It is. Um, and you're touching people down in Beaufort this weekend that you didn't even know about. And I probably would have forgot to tell you about and that. Yeah. So I'm grateful you're here and I'm grateful that you recognize that experience that you're supposed to be here because during that reading, she also said to me, she said, you came here with a purpose and you can either do it the easy way or the hard way. It's up to you. So I'm, I'm, I've been sitting with this past week of what am I doing? What am I doing? Like literally you know, we go through the motions. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm teaching Reiki. I'm changing the world, right? I, I do it, making the world a better place and raising the vibration. But ultimately, what am I doing? And I've had to sit with that this week. Uh, I have a story to tell. I have a voice that needs to be heard. And one, uh, I'm super shy too. I hate my voice. Second, I don't like to talk in front of people, but you know what? I'm supposed to be doing this. So here I am. And I don't know where it will go, but here I am. I love that. And it's a, the thing is, literally everybody here has purpose. And the biggest purpose in the overall broad spectrum is that we're here to be teachers and students. And we're here to learn and we're here to experience. And I've been saying this a lot more because like all of it just is, it's not good or bad. It just is, it just is. And, it, and you know, and when you start looking at that from that perspective, when I look at all this stuff that's happened, yeah, I'm hurting emotionally. Um, but at the end of the day, when you talk to me about it, I, I'm, I'm always like, but I got to spend time with my dad who I didn't get to spend much time with growing up, right? We had the same birthday. I barely spent a birthday with him. I finally got a little bit of time. It was a little bit, but it was something. You know, um, my stepmom, uh, you know, I'm glad I got to spend time with her. My grandpa 
past, you know, like I, I, it brought up the memories, the fond memories of watching uh, old Westerns, you know, I love old Westerns and fishing with my grandpa. And so um, all the things just are, you know, we don't need to give it a label. We don't need to say it's good or bad. It just is. And it's teaching you something. So you can then teach somebody else something. And then we can keep leaning each other wholeheartedly as a community for with love and support. And that's just how I keep moving through the day. You know, um, some people don't like it. You know, I'm noticing this, some of the communities, people are like, well, I don't like when someone shares when they tell, like, we've been through the same things. I love it. Please right. share. If you've been through the same experience, I want to hear about it. How did you get through it? How do you feel? Are you over it? Are you still processing? I care. Mm -hmm. I care. Mm -hmm. And I want to know that you're not aligned. That just the fact that you're not aligned. You're, you know, just that simple fact within itself is that you're not alone. And yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> my head is like tingling you know it's it's funny because like I hear myself say almost the same things over and over again but yeah. it just is a testament to the truth of like this world and concepts we need to really start embodying and releasing these old programs that we can't seem to fully let go of sometimes I always say like I'm Neo like I I just I have broken through that the matrix and I'm just not here for that stuff anymore right Yes, <laughs> I'm not going to subscribed to half of that stuff anymore. No, I'm done. Yeah, I'm good. I, I that goes back. That leads us right back. That segues us like from the gratefulness of just being here and knowing your purpose into guess what? Being our true authentics just for today. I'll be my true self. Just for today, I will be my true self. Well, the what? What the hell is that? I don't know. But but I will be it today. And what it, what my true self is, my light with without being shaded by anger, worry, or ungratefulness. Hundred percent. That's that's my true self, and so I must be true to that in this moment, in this day. If you can't be it the whole day, it's hard to be our true self all day long because we're just not allowed to be our true self because sometimes we probably get locked up. <laughs> They're crazy, but we're. We need to bring our true self no matter where we go. And people see that light. And I want to share a quick, uh, I'm run out of time. I want to share a quick little thing about what happened to me a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm always um, practicing truly about truly bringing the light and being the light and coming without any shades on us as best we can. 100%. As best we can in this moment. Some moments are better than others, right? And some days are better than others. But I just try, you know, that's how I teach my Reiki class. It's just to, to be your true authentic self best you can in this moment at yep. every moment. So I, I stopped to get gas. I was on my way to Florence and I stopped to get gas. I was in a hurry. <clears throat> I'm pumping. And all of a sudden, this little man comes around the corner out of nowhere. There's like a million cars at the gas station. And goes, he does this. He goes, don't be afraid. I'm like, immediately, I'm like, I'm not, but okay. <laughs> okay. And then I thought, well, but why am I not okay? <laughs> but I'm like, okay. So anyway, as we began to talk, um, he goes, I don't have money for gas. And automatically, you know, the, the stories start going in your head. Okay, great. Now you want money for, you know, blah, blah, you know, all the things. 
But I stopped and I listened and he said, I've been waiting. And he said, when you pulled up and you got out of your car, he said, I saw your light. And he said, I don't have gas to get across the street to the hospital. My grandma has broke her leg or whatever, hip. And maybe, maybe she had, maybe she didn't. But in that moment, he said, I saw your light when you pulled up and I came to you. I love that. Uh-oh, we froze. Or whether he was sincere, it does not matter because I needed that confirmation for myself. And because he said it, it was confirmation that I'm doing my work. I um I love that. What I'm noticing, the more I show up, especially now that I'm coming out of the grief a little bit, is, you know, I'm posting a lot and I'm posting feeling, um, truth um i'm doing more in the community again and i'm reminding people of my offerings and what's happening is it's drawing everyone into the light mm-hmm. you know reminding people you have someone here that you can lean into for all this right and i just love the concept of um of just people seeing that and coming and flocking to you um, because they know there's so much love and value and, and opportunity in the connection. And so um, I love that. And just, we beat ourselves so, beat ourselves up so much. Yes. You never stop shining though. No. You never stop shining, no matter how dim you think you are, you are still shining very bright. The light is always there. There's just shades over it that have to be taken off one layer at a time or many layers at a time, but the light is always on. Sometimes it's just more shaded than others. Yes. And I love that, that shaded, right? Like the rose colored, I want to call them rose colored sometimes, right? (laughs) (laughs) Poop colored, I don't know. But, uh, but at the end of the day, yes, it it might have a little bit of shade, but it's still there. It's still shining. And I, that was just a little download that came through. It was like, don't ever think your light's not out there, not shining bright. Um, Because every interaction you have, we talked, I talked about with the author the other day, um, where, you know, every interaction you have has an effect on somebody's life. And hopefully, you know, the interaction you have, uh, even if you're going through things like you're mindful and the interactions are positive or they're, they're interactions that teach you. I hate, I don't want to keep going positive, negative, good or bad, but they're interactions that inspire you to um, stay centered and grounded. And so, um, you know, every, every, everybody has that purpose. Everybody is the light. Everybody is a teacher and a student. Uh, I just want everyone to keep leaning into that concept wholeheartedly and just keep loving yourself more than anything. The good times, the good quote air quotations for the people right. who, <laughs> who, who are listening and not seeing video air quotations. Good. You know, you know. Um, but just let everything be. And going back to kind of the thing is, you know, try not to worry and learning to be present so you cannot worry. Um, but then learning to love yourself and celebrate yourself and, and the little wins turn into big wins and finding gratitude with that celebration of self um, is super important. I've learned that wholeheartedly this last year. So 
Yeah. I've watched that. I've watched that. <laughs> well, having a lot of heartbreak, man, it, it really changes you. But it, you know, Lauren, you have to break your heart. You've heard this. It has to be broken. It does. Open to shine. The light can't get out if it's closed and it's not got cracks in it. The more cracks it has, the more of that light that is coming out. So I, it does not feel good. Trust me, sister. I know. Over it. But <laughs> uh, trust me, you are doing all the things. And that leads me into like that fifth precept of, you know, we're talking about being true to ourselves, but the very last one in this to me is like you you do these fives, you you can master your life. And that is um showing compassion to yourself and all living beings. And if you notice in that the first part of that is yourself first, because you cannot give compassion to someone if you do not show compassion to yourself. Absolutely. You cannot give something that you do not have. And if I do not have compassion and can't forgive myself and I can't love myself, I certainly cannot love and be compassionate to you. And a lot of times that's looked at as selfishness of us being self-absorbed and we're taking care of ourselves. or <clears throat> I show myself compassion first, but it's kind of like if you're in a plane and the oxygen mask drop, you have to put yours on first in order to help someone. Well, we can't do, we cannot, we cannot be compassionate if we do not show compassion to ourselves first. And so I just wanted to share that piece as well. Absolutely. Um, everything starts with you. You know, if we are a reflection and mirror of the world, um, of our reality that we create, you know, you have to ask yourself and, mm -hmm. you know, where, where is the, the lack mentality coming in or the self-doubt? So I looked at myself, you know, when I went through all the things this year, especially with the loss of like the partnerships and the relationships and some of my materials, like, um, you know, what is inside of me that I need to work on? Mm -hmm. And for me, it's the intuition. My intuition has told me these things. My intuition has, okay, so I need to listen more. I need to respect what I know more and I'm seeing. And um, so I want to encourage everyone just to keep coming back to that, you know, like, finding yourself being present and then asking yourself, you know, what is it within me that I'm not, that I'm not learning and that I'm not paying attention to because it's what's creating this out here in my world that I'm living in. But it comes back to going into gratitude, right? And, and being present. And so, and being it, grateful for those relationships that have fallen along the way. I mean, be grateful because as you said before, it's neither good or bad. We just say good or bad just to, so we could understand right. which, how it feels, but it just is and be grateful and take the good, the quotation in the air here, take the good and be grateful for it and take the rest and bury it and be done and take the good pieces with you. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. What is yeah. it? <laughs> There's loving, a lot. I'm really loving, you know, this this opening up. I, it's funny because did I uh I talked about in my podcast I'm gonna like did ayahuasca a couple of years ago, I think at this point, almost two now, but uh my whole goal was to open my heart. Mm -hmm. And boy, mm -hmm. did my heart get bust wide open. 
<laughs> that I was sitting here talking to you and what came through was like, and uh, here you are opening that. your heart to other people to come on and share themselves while you share yourself and creating more space for people to be seen, heard, and valued. And you're doing it. You're doing exactly what you wanted two years ago. And um, I'm just grateful to have this moment with you. Um, because we have we haven't spent a lot of moments. We know we haven't. We know. Not enough, but that needs to change. Yes. And, but it's so uh, beautiful to be able to sit here and now have this space. And like now you and I literally just dove deep into our souls, laid it all out, and just got a moment to be closer. And I'm so grateful for you. And when you talked about opening your heart, there's one little thing I want to add. Yeah. When you add, when you said your intent with your ceremony was to open your heart, the beginning of this year, um, I set an intent of um, having the vibration of love. So I had two things I had. One, I wanted to have Christ consciousness. And the minute I said it, I looked at my friend and I said, I'm going to regret this. And two, I said, um, love, um, loving awareness. Those were my words. Those were my intentions for the beginning of the year. And I have found the more I've loved, the more I've become aware. And the more I'm aware, the more I love with that piece that I took on and tried to embody. And then the piece of taking on the love of Christ consciousness. The minute I said it, I said, I'm going to regret that because I knew it was going to require a lot of me. And um, there's been plenty of times in the last eight months now, because that was in January, the end of December, when I set my intention for the year, I've said to my friend that was with me, I told you I was going to regret this because it has been painful. It has been, I will, the minute I said it, I heard you're going to regret it. It's like, but it's been my intention. And I'm having moments of that, just like with the radio frequency, you know, you hit it and you're there and then you fall out of it. But those moments that I'm pinging on that frequency, there is nothing more real and enlightening. I'm saying that for you because I know what you, you feel that. Absolutely. And we hit those moments and then we don't, and then we hit those moments and then we don't, but the more we can stay there and stay centered and stay grounded, that's when we have truly mastered our Absolutely. I love that. I, uh, I've definitely had a lot of Christ consciousness pouring into me this year. You know, at one point, uh, especially when I got back from my losing my stepmom, her funeral and coming back to the business stuff, falling a little bit. And it was, um, I just, you know, I just like, God, I just want to draw closer to you. Draw me in. God's been like, well, I know you already had a terrible, what you, you know, a terribly rough year, but here's some more stuff to like keep working on and clear out so you can grow closer. <laughs> you know, like, oh. here's some more. <laughs> I was like, oh, all this, you know, Yvonne, all this stuff flashed before my eyes. It's like, okay, all this, I still got work on. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm over here trying and, and trying to be more aware. Uh, trying to choose correctly, choose holy, choose Christ, um, to walk in Christ's path, Christ's path more often. And, um, and I, I 
I love that I finally got to this place. You know, I've come, I was atheist at a very young age. Dr. Lee's my brother. I went spiritual and now I wouldn't say I'm not religious, but I'm, I'm most certainly looking to the Bible and read it and lean into the word and talk to God and, and appreciate and appreciate all of that. And, and, uh, but it is, it's, uh, that walk into Christ consciousness. Uh, you know, <laughs> be no joke. No joke. No joke. I was like, well, maybe I'll come back to this later. You know, it's like, uh, you're, yeah, you wanted to get close. You wanted to have this. Like, we're we're going there. I'm like, no, no, good. We'll go right but we came here for this, Lauren. We did. We came here for this. So if we're not doing it, what are we doing? And what are we doing? I'm not here for a good time. Just a long time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like the other way. Talk I'm here for a good time. No matter how long it is, I'm just here for a good time. But no, I'm here to do what I came here to do. And I've never been more aware of it than I have this past week. So this podcast was like perfect timing. I love it. I love it. And that's how like Leon always talk because like, um, we re- read from uh, a book and which is going to go up today. And it's funny because like, we're like, oh, how's, how we're feeling right now. And it's always an alignment. All Even Lindsay and I, when we were podcasting, like the segment always aligned with our lives. And so you're in constant alignment. Yes. You're in, you're actually always aligned. You're not out of alignment ever. It might feel like you are because it's something that doesn't feel comfortable, but that's out of frequency. (laughs) Yeah. But you're still always in alignment and on the path in your life that you're supposed to to be. And so (laughs) you're for a good time, not a long time. (laughs) I like saying it because like now it's like, all right, let's just get through this. All right, y'all. Let's just get through this. That is not the way we want to live our life. That is not the way. So yeah, just being in the present, being in the present. That's all we have. That's it. That's all we have. And so, um, Teresa, did you want to say anything else? Do you have any events coming up that you'd like to share? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So next Tuesday, which is Lionsgate, August 888, uh, our beautiful sister Leah and I are um, doing our second uh, Lionsgate together last year was fabulous. It was fabulous. And this year, um, we're so excited. We've met every other week for like six weeks, just getting ready for this because we were coming in with intention with this and, um, she'll be here tomorrow night for that. That's eight, eight in Calabash at movement works yoga studio. Um, <clears throat> it's on my website, cloud9reiki.com. If you want to register for that, we're going to have cacao tobacco not smoking but just for clearing and just the presence of the sacredness of the plant and despacho um and leah's bringing in the water element um so that's tuesday and then just i have group sound baths i have um circles um sacred sound circles coming up um so just follow me on my website for all those dates and times absolutely um well, guys, uh, tonight I'm about to, well, by the time you hear this, I'll be getting ready to host my women's circle for the night. Uh, but I do do a women's circle every month around the full moon. I also have a women in business event coming up. It will be both virtual and in-person opportunities with lifetime access with your ticket. Um, and um, outside of that, you know, just, just 
continuing to keep on keeping on and nurture myself. And I do that by showing up here with all of you and just talking through the life life's blessings that I've been gifted here. And so Teresa, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, we love you all. And uh, I know I'll see you guys all again soon. Thank you. Love you.